When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Age of Radio. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now because it's sports talk with cooper and big man Ladies and gentlemen, it is time once again for Sports Talk with Cooper and Big Man. This is Big Man. Joining me as always is my brother Cooper. Cooper, how you doing, brother? Dude, it's football talk. Oh, how yeah. do you think I'm doing, man? You're probably as peachy as I am because it's football talk. <laughs> yeah, the only thing I don't like is we're getting down to the nitty-gritty of things Yeah. with college football. So it, it, it's kind of a little bit somber nowadays. Yeah. You know, it wasn't like at the beginning of the season where I was like, yay, football pack. That was like, <laughs> oh crap, football's almost done. So, yeah, that's, that's yeah. the, uh, and not only that, but where's the Pac-12 at, bro? We're going to talk about what happened with that. That's just crazy. <laughs> All right, let's get into this football talk, yes, baby. Sir. So, we're going to take care of the top 25, so that just basically takes care of the major conference championships. Because we really didn't really care about the small conference championships because, yeah, that's just how we are. Yep, pretty much. <laughs> so we're going to start off with, of course, number one, Georgia easily handled number 14, LSU, 50-30, to solidifying their spot in the college football playoff, winning the SEC championship. Number two, Michigan secured their spot as well as they took down Purdue in the Big Ten championship game, 43-22. Number three, TCU, despite losing in overtime in the Big 12 championship game, uh, to number 10, Kansas State, 31-28, will still be in the college football playoff. Sorry, Bama. That is because, uh, despite that loss, TCU stayed in, which did give opportunity for Ohio State to sneak into the back end of the college football playoff. And the reason why they were able to do that is because number four, USC, blew their opportunity with a blowout loss to number 11, Utah, in the Pac-12 championship game, 47-24. And then over in the AAC championship game, uh, it was number 18, Tulane, defeating number 22, Central Florida. And also in the ACC championship game, number 9, Clemson beat North Carolina, who was 23, 
39 to 10. Cooper, any of those games stand out to you? I mean, really, Georgia and LSU, bro, I know I'm SEC heavy on things sometimes, but mm-hmm. really, I thought LSU might have put up a little bit more of a fight, just a little bit, but I mean, it, it was still a pretty good game. I mean, 50 to 30, that's still a lot of points on, on each side of the ball, so... Yeah. I mean, it is what it is. Uh, so, what do you what do you think? What stands out to you? Honestly, it's going to be the Pac-12 championship. I know I'm being a little bit of a homer for him being the West Coast. So you went SEC. I'm going to go West Coast. Uh, I was really shocked that Utah was able to just absolutely destroy um, USC because you know they played in Utah and it was a one possession game. It wasn't this kind of blowout. Granted, Caleb Williams did get hurt in the in the title game. So that didn't end up helping because he was pretty much immobile, which is the key to his success in offense. Yeah. So unfortunately for him, that was just not great. Um, but, and of course, SC. So uh, Pac-12, once again, not being represented for six straight seasons, dating back to last time when Washington was a representative for the Pac-12. And before that, it was Oregon in the 2014. And sorry, I'm going to take a minute to dodge this Twitch camera because it looks too low. There you go. There we go. Now it's not so low and feels weird. So low. But yeah, so that's basically what I got from that. Anything else from you from that weekend before we get into the news and rumors and all that fun stuff? I mean, not, I mean not really, man. I mean, you and I both, we're, we're both either, you know, like I said, SEC or Pac-12 heavy on stuff. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I don't really care about any other games that really went on. So it is what it is. I will say I was a little surprised, I guess, that TCU managed to not win their conference championship and still get in, yeah. uh, being that it was the last game of the year. But then again, I, I'm sorry, Alabama fans. I can't take a two-loss team when I got two one-loss teams in front of you. I just, I just can't do it. So I'm going to take Ohio State, and I'm going to take TCU. He's saying sorry, Alabama fans, but we all know he hates Bama with a passion, dude. Look at that gator. Like, oh my Look God. at the gator. Even before <laughs> he started wearing the gator stuff, oh, he's tired of nothing but talk shit about Bama, dude. I just so. got tired of listening to it. It's almost like the Dallas Cowboys. The only difference is that they win championships, unlike the Cowboys. Yeah. Lately, anyway. So I'm going to read just this one more time. He's going to leave it. There we go. I think that's good. Okay. Is your OCD okay? Ah, no, it's going crazy. (laughs) But I think I'm good now. I think we're good. Okay. So, yeah, so that's the only, I think, surprise, honestly, because honestly, I kind of thought the committee, who is always usually SEC friendly, to say the least, might have went ahead and picked up Bama. Granted, because Alabama did have two losses, and they were, I think, by most five total points, I believe, in overall. So I could kind of see them. Um, TCU, but T- the I think what a lot of people said that makes sense. They did have a common opponent between TCU and Alabama, which was Texas. Alabama, who took out their starting quarterback um, Quinn Ewers, Texas's starting quarterback, with an injury, only barely beat Texas, where TCU dismantled Texas both on the road. So that could go. that could have been the difference there. There honestly. you go, man. I mean, so but hey. We're going to talk about why that might not matter here in a few years. Soon. Just just give us a moment. <laughs> First up, though, Coach Prime is headed to Boulder, Colorado to take over the head coaching job for the Colorado Buffaloes. 
after leading Jackson State to their second of back-to-back SWAC titles. That would be Southwest Atlantic uh, Southwest Athletic Conference title. Uh, <clears throat> Sanders got on a plane and addressed his soon-to-be new players. However, I do want to say I encourage everyone to watch the whole video, not just the shortened version that's been making the rounds on internet that makes Sanders look like quite the complete dick in front of the players. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, you know how social media can twist things. Just media in general. Yeah. It so starts with this media and then gets on social media. It's just, it's horrible, dude. Uh-huh. Um, but I think this is really cool for prime time. Yeah. And, uh, it's going to be really interesting to see what, what he does in Colorado. It will be interesting to see what he does in Colorado. It's going to be interesting to see what he could do. I'm going to say this right now. I will be shocked if not after two full cycles of recruiting. So I'm not counting this year because he's coming in kind of towards the end of a recruiting cycle. So I'm not counting this one. But next year and the year after, if not going into that third one, if he doesn't have in that third one, a top 25 recruiting class, I would be shocked. Because, man, if, if I had a kid right now, I'm going, you're going to at least visit Colorado because I would love for you to play for Coach Prime. You may not be a cornerback, but, hey, I just think that would be the most best experience you could probably get other than playing, of course, for a true powerhouse coach, I would say, I mean, like I Saban, Dabo Sweeney, somebody like that. Hell yeah, man. I mean, he knows so much about the game, and, you know, it's just, it's so awesome to see a legend like him take this on, and, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, uh, I agree with you. If I had a kid that played football, and that'd be one of the colleges I want him to check out. Yeah, I mean, so, at least check it. I'm not going to force you to go to Colorado, but I mean, yeah. at least take the visit. If he wants you to come visit... Take the visit, kid. Exactly, right? <laughs> Take the visit. <laughs> because it would be at least, the visit alone is going to be worth it. Uh, whether you, and of course, I wouldn't force the kid. I'd be like, you know, you're going to go wherever you want. But that's why I say, at least take the visit. If he wants you, take the visit. <laughs> because, I mean, why not? <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, especially, uh, it's going to be interesting because, and like I was saying, you got to watch the whole video. He talks about to the players, because, Again, they finished 1-11 this year. So he wants players who are going to work their butt off this offseason and try to turn this program around quickly. And he doesn't want people who are in players who are going to be lazy, slack off, or whatever. He wants you to be ready to go. He wants dogs. He doesn't want kittens playing football for him. Therefore, he said, it, then that's when he said, so if that's not you, then go ahead and enter that portal and get out. Yeah. So don't sit there and read the part where he just goes, you can just get in the portal and get out because i got plenty of coming. He was talking about if you're not willing to put in the work and keep your spot, then just go ahead and go now. So Definitely. I mean, when, when you come into a program that's struggling mm-hmm. and, you know, you, you have the lineage that you do as far as who you are, I mean... You've got to, you know, they've got to turn that, that program around. And, and his name is going to do that. It is. And, exactly. And uh, the only time will tell, you know, mm-hmm. what goes on with this. But it's going to be really interesting to watch because I know you and I are both big Sanders fans. Yeah. So I'm, I'm excited for it, dude. I mean, it, it's crazy. 
I mean, I can just go ahead and pretend that he never played for the Cowboys and Niners, and I'd be happy. <laughs> he was only an Atlanta Falcon, a Washington Redskin, and a Baltimore Raven. That's it. That's all he was. <laughs> it ain't going to happen, but hey, I can, I can try, right? He tried, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, Deuce just got talent. I mean, yeah. And he's got the charisma. It's like I said, I'll be shocked if in the, after the third cycle, he doesn't have a top 25 uh, recruiting class. Because... It's just he's charismatic, man. He's gonna get he's gonna get players to go to Colorado. Prime time, baby. And, and it's gonna be interesting because that also starts getting rid of the so-called weakness of the Pac-12. We're gonna start becoming a stronger conference now because we got Oregon, SC's turning it around now. UCLA has been on the rise since Kelly's arrived. Slowly but surely, they're just keep picking up. Um, Oregon State, you know, even though I still believe that was a bullshit loss by the referees fucking us, they were still legitimately good. They weren't bad. Yeah. They, it wasn't a bad Beaver team. I'm not saying they were bad. I'm just saying we should have won that game because I don't see how you run like that in the second half to come back down from as many points as they did. That's just not possible. I don't care what you say. But, so you got them. Washington State is starting to feel it, feel it out now with their new coach. Because they were kind of on the rise a little bit with that other coach who got fired, but I still disagree with why he got fired. It was the COVID issue thing, and I don't think you should have to have been forced to do that, but whatever. the That's how Washington, what the state of Washington that's was. That's how it is out there. That's how it was, so we're not going to get political about that. It's not what it was about. But the, they seem to finally got their footing together with their new coach, and it looks like a good fit. So they're going to be up there. Washington's good. They're going to be still around. So, I mean, basically, we're just looking at Stanford, who's looking for a new coach. To It's going to be hard. It's harder for Stanford because they're uh, a, an academic school more than they are a, an athletic school. Yeah. So it's still going to be hard for Stanford. But, you know, you get that occasion where you'll get someone like an Andrew Luck, and you're just like, boom, here we go. You know, so you it, sometimes you can get it. I mean, it's, unfortunately, it was a long time before, between him and – uh, Elway, but <laughs> yeah. what can you do, right? But so, but at least now we're starting to close the gap on. We don't have like a really technically a bad bottom four, um, uh, okay middle four, and then you know four really good teams at the top. So we're not top heavy anymore. It's gonna start balancing out nicely. Yeah, it's it's gonna be a good conference, dude. Mm-hmm. And. Make for good football, and it's going to make the rest of the country take a look at the Pac-12, okay? Let's start putting some respect on that name. There you go. And the way we can get that is the expansion, baby. College football playoff expansion coming soon. After news broke last week that the final hurdle from the college football playoff expansion was cleared, that would have been the Rose Bowl holding it up, it became official that starting with the 2024-2025 season, that the college football playoff will expand to 12 teams. The field will be selected by a committee. I still don't like that. With the six highest-ranked conference champions getting a spot and then six at-large bids to the highest-ranked teams. Of the six highly-ranked conference champions, the four highest of those will be given the top four seeds and a bye week, while the other eight will have to play in round one. And then you go from there. Uh, what are your thoughts? I still think it's kind of rigged. Because <laughs> there's a committee. Well, I mean, let's, yeah, let, let's be honest here. And we all know that top teams are not usually really that great. Mm-hmm. 
They're just ranked great because they're popular. Come on now. Right. So, yeah. That's why I still submit that all 132 teams should have just, you know, coalesced into one giant league and eight super conferences. And then that way you just have the eight champions then battle it out in the playoff. Because then it's decided on the field, not by some freaking committee going, well, we like this team, we like this team, we like this team, we like this team. I don't really like that team. Yeah. You know, you don't get that bias. You get eight conference champions who battle it on the field. How biased are they truly? Like, are these refs being paid for certain games to make sure that certain way. games go certain ways. I, I mean, way. gators, ducks, colors. Come on, Come man. On. We're gonna be getting a lot, so yeah. I'm telling you, it's just because we're different. We're, we we bend the um thing. We bend the, the status quo. Of what is uh, yeah the status quo? Yeah. We're not we're not the good old boys. We're not the blue collar program. And you don't like it. So. And we're not in the SEC. If we were doing this in the SEC, you'd all be loving us. But, you know, I digress. Speaking of the SEC, Gators fans, we have a problem. Oh, we definitely have a problem. So Anthony Richardson did not listen to Cooper and I. Nope. We kept telling him, stay one more year. But he decided to declare early for the NFL draft and will not partake in the team's bowl game. And I've already heard from scouting departments um, through news media, not my own personal sources, I don't have that, um, that he will luckily, if he'll be lucky if he gets higher than a fourth-round pick. Be, be a fourth-round pick. Where if I felt like if he would have stayed another year, worked on his game with Billy Nampier, he'd probably be a first-round pick, pot, quite possibly a Heisman winner and possible number one overall pick. That's just me. To me, I think these guys, they're really more worried sometimes about the money. They're not worried about, you know. But that's the problem. We have the NIL now. You can make good money in college and not have to go risk not getting that second contract in the NFL because you're not going to be good enough now. I don't think he's going to be good enough. Whether he gets drafted fourth, unless by some miracle, and I hate to say this because I'm being, I'm being a bit of a homer, he gets drafted by someone like the Rams. Not saying they happen to be the Rams, but someone like the Rams. Maybe even the Vikings because, you know, they got a, you know, a good quarterback coach as their head coach in uh, Kevin O'Connell. Or, you know, even because he's never going to replace um, Joe Burrow unless something bad happened to Burrow. And I hope not because I actually like Burrow now. Yeah. Which is weird to say, but I kind of do. Uh, you know, because Zach Stacy. Um, I'm sorry, Zach Taylor of the Cincinnati Bengals, again, was under the McVay tree, so he knows how to help his quarterback. If you're not going, or ain't, and you ain't going to replace Patrick Mahomes, but you better get picked up by the Chiefs then. Somebody who knows how to help a quarterback along, and some teams just going to probably end up picking you that's desperate for a quarterback because they're unsure about what's going on with their current quarterback anyways. Kind of like Washington. Yeah, so it could be like Washington, something like that, and he's yeah. not going to... He's not going to flourish. And He's gonna not going to flourish. Uh, yeah. That's the thing that sucks. It's always good to see, oh, I get number one overall pick. I, I'm that great. No, dude. <laughs> you, 
you go number one overall, you're going to go to the shittiest team in the league, and you're screwed. Yeah, but now he might not even get that. He might just The coolest thing, that's what I like about the NBA, the draft lottery. You know, you have a chance to go to a good team. You have a chance to go to a somewhat good team, you know? Sometimes you're... You might want to just kind of be average in college where you're still kind of a first-round pick in basketball. Yeah. And then you can fall down in the, in the lottery a bit and get picked <laughs> up by someone good. Right. You know, you know, that happens too. That's happened quite a bit. You know, But you still want to be in the lottery, which is 1 through 14 in college basketball from, from college to the NBA. But still. Um, so the Gators will turn to Ohio State transfer Jack Miller when they take on Oregon State. In the Las Vegas Bowl, with Richardson's departure and the team kicking Jalen Kitna off the roster following his arrest uh, earlier this week, or late last week, I can't remember, it's all bleeding together now, Miller gets his opportunity for his first college start. Wow. Yeah, man, that's a big first start. Yeah. So, uh, it's going to be an interesting game. Uh, I don't know if I see the Gators winning. It's going to be definitely interesting. Uh, I'm kind of interested in seeing this game because I kind of want to see, check out Jack Miller. Gators did get good news. They did get a four-star quarterback, I believe, earlier today committed to him. So That's good. That's, that's good great. news. So Holding out hope for the Gators that <laughs> right. next year's decent? Because this year, I just, it boggles my mind. Because, and I heard, too, from, on the Colin Coward show that he had... A lot of people telling him to stay, but there was just one person, and they didn't say who it was, that was in his ear telling him he needs to go now. And that's probably going to end up being a mistake. Somebody in his family. Probably. It's got to be somebody close to him, like his dad or his his mom. Somebody that, hey, man, take the money. Hey, man, go. All right. All right, you ready to talk about the big boys? Let's do it. All right. On Thursday Night Football, the Bills beat the Patriots 24-10. The Steelers had a rough, sorry, not a rough one, a tough one in Atlanta, barely surviving the Falcons 19-16. The Lions completely embarrassed the Jaguars 40-10. Despite missing so many key players, the Rams actually nearly beat the Seahawks, falling, though, 27-23. It was actually not bad of a game, considering we were missing a lot. Even though Garoppolo would leave the game due to an injury, the 49ers would hammer the Dolphins 33-17. Aaron Rodgers and the Packers still own the Bears as they won 28-19 in Chicago. The Jets put up a good fight and nearly pulled off the upset of the Vikings, losing, though, 27-22. The Giants and Commanders tied at 20-20. That's all you're getting from me. That was terrible. Yeah. The Eagles are back to looking like the best team in the league as they shut down Derrick Henry and beat the Titans. 35 to 10. And they also caused a firing, too, which we'll talk about later. I mean, 35 to 10, dude, that's just. Yeah. That's nuts. In a very ugly game, the Ravens beat the Broncos 10 to 9. Yeah, ugly is an understatement. In Watson's first game back in nearly two full seasons, the Browns would beat the Texans 27 to 14. I feel bad for the Texans. He got rid of him, and then he comes back in his first game, and he has to play him. Yep. That's... And then you actually relatively kept him in check. Because he didn't have that great of a game because he was, you know, it's been almost two full years. But you gave up too many turnovers and you went right back to Davis Mills suddenly. How about that? Hmm. Anyway. Uh, the Bengals had the, have had the Chiefs number of late as they won three straight, including this one against the Chiefs 27-24. 
The Raiders do seem to have everything clicking now as they beat the Chargers 27-20. The Cowboys absolutely destroyed the Colts 54-19 in Sunday Night Football. And the Buccaneers took advantage of some mental lapses by the Saints to come back to beat them 17-16 on Monday Night Football. Cooper. 17-16. Anything stand out to you um, from the weekend of the NFL? I mean, the fact that the Raiders beat the Chargers, man. I really think it's going to, Chargers are going to be one of those teams in this offseason looking for a new head coach. Brandon Staley just does not have that team together. It's just nuts, man, because you know how well Herbert did last year. I was thinking that the Chargers were going to be so were going to be a contender. In fact, I think I've seen somewhere on ESPN or something like that where they were talking about uh, the Buccaneers or not the Buccaneers, but the Broncos and everybody in that conference. How they were supposed to be it this season? Yeah, the and whole nobody considered the whole division, division, and then nobody did anything. And except it's like, the Chiefs. Yeah, except for the Chiefs. <laughs> Chiefs are not the only. Chiefy, hey Chiefy, hey Chiefy. We're gonna need a bigger boat. You're gonna need a bigger boat. <laughs> That's because it's the Chiefs. But yeah, and the my homeboy, Patrick, my homeboy, who just does my homeboy things, and yep. he's like. How did he do that? It's, it's crazy. It, it's cra- it is. It's crazy. It's fun to watch, though. Fun He's like the Steph Curry. Calling him the Steph Curry of the NFL, huh? Yep. I can, I can dig that. I can dig that. Uh, yeah. How about, though, shutting down Derrick Henry? Yeah, man. That's just that's The crazy. Eagles' defense. Unflipping believable. That's really hard to shut down that man. Because that is a man. Yeah, 35 to 10 is just... And it's a beatdown. It's crazy, man. Unflipping believable. And, I mean, it caused a firing, which I said we'll talk about here in a little bit. But crazy to think about. Just yep, like, what man. But it wasn't a coach firing. I'll leave that there. Anyways. And what, uh, I mean, uh, Atlanta and the Steelers, I mean... I'm glad the, they won. You caused a quarterback change? But... Because of your win? <laughs> Which we're yeah, like yeah. about to talk about. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad they won, but I'm kind of a little somber about this one. What about the developing issue that seems to be going on between uh, Pickens, your receiver, and Pickett to not getting the ball of late? He was barking at Pickett and, I think, the coaching staff to get him the effing ball. Uh, yeah, you're a little too young of a receiver to be uh, started throwing out demands you know you need to uh i understand he's a good talent mm-hmm. and he's you know he like you said he's a steal mm-hmm. but you have to earn that respect in the locker room yeah and of your peers mm-hmm. and if you're freaking barking at your quarterback not a good idea, man. I mean, I did like that Tomlin actually did stick up for him a little bit, saying, yeah, we probably do need to be better about getting uh, hitting plays that should be there. But he said, the only, he said, the only thing I didn't care for was the cussing, but the passion and the fire, he's like, I like that. I just didn't care for the cussing. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, don't cuss. Just don't do that. Other Everything else, fine. But don't, yeah, don't there's, a, there's a certain way to handle yourself and you bleeping ball. He, <laughs> just, bleeping he ball. went he went about it wrong. Yeah. But uh yeah. I mean, he is a talent, man. So. Absolutely. 
All right, so the Atlanta Falcons have made a change at quarterback. They are turning to rookie quarterback Desmond Ritter. Mariota has led the team to a 5-8 record thus far, and the team is probably wanting to see what they have in Ritter. Plus, they'll need to know whether or not they're going to plan on keeping Mariota next season because he does have a pretty high cap hit if he's still on the roster at a certain point due to his contract. Cooper, your thoughts? Um, really, I think this sucks, dude, because Mariota's been tossed around the league. Mm-hmm. You know, and going from where, you know, going from the Titans, then on over to... The Raiders. The Raiders. Where he was a backup. He did where go he was a backup. backup. He knew his role there. Yeah. But finally getting this shot to be, you know... A starter again. A starter again. And I'm sorry, but the Falcons aren't that great. They don't have much of a, a line. Yeah, their old line you is know, terrible. Um... And who's their number one? I mean, well, Pitts is now out with an out for the rest of the year with his injury and in his knee. Um, so Drake I mean, London hasn't been that great. As Marcus a had to do what he could do, do what he could do. Mm-hmm. Five and eight is not that bad for what second in the division. Honestly, it's not. You know, they're right behind Tampa Bay. But whatever, do do what you want. You know, you think your season's over? Go with Desmond Ritter, and we'll see what happens. And Cooper is now no longer a Falcons fan. <laughs> Just like he's now no longer a Titans fan. The only thing that he likes about the Titans is Derrick Henry. Other than that, he says, screw the Titans. <laughs> I it's hard like, not to I, like Derrick Henry, though. I don't like what they did to Mariota. And no, it's just like, true about you know, that. it's... Mariota's a good talent. And I think that if they just don't... They don't try and build that that team around him. True. If you did, I mean, they don't call him Heisman for nothing. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, it drives me crazy to see this Heisman quarterback coming in the NFL, and you already know you got a talent. Yeah. Look at Tebow. Tebow could have been a really good talent. He took Denver to the playoffs. And beat your team in the playoffs. In overtime with a... Nice quick slant. That's to what I'm saying. Like, Thomas may he rest but in peace. you don't, you don't freaking build around these guys. True. Yeah. And then you want to blame them when shit goes wrong. When it really, it's it's the front office, it's the yeah. coaching, it's all of it. Yeah. I mean, the only thing I got with Denver, and I I just still think it would have worked out fine if they kept him behind Peyton Manning because they got Peyton Manning. And they were afraid that the fans would start chanting Tebow if they felt Manning's... Because remember, Manning was coming off that neck contusion surgery or fusion surgery, spinal yeah. fusion surgery on his neck. And so they were afraid that the fans, if, you know, Peyton kind of falters a little bit, would start clamoring for Tebow, and they, you know, Tebow mania again. And Who cares, dude? I don't know, just control. It's like, you know how much, you know, revenue you can get for that? Well, let that go on. It's like, it's like wrestling, dude. Yeah. You want the fans to react. You want them. To, you want something for everyone to talk about and want to be around. But at the same time, you're supposed to be in control of your team. So if you feel Peyton Manning is still your better option than Tebow at that time, then stick with Manning. Yeah. If you think he's going to help you win, and just you know, because I would, I felt be honestly, man, do what you want, forget about the fans. There you go. <laughs> Little wrestling talk for you. But what I felt though is Tebow would have benefited so much from sitting behind Peyton. Yeah, he would. Learning how to be a professional quarterback, where even if he didn't stay in Denver, 
He eventually could have moved on and still been a, probably at least a, a decent good, quarterback, a good yeah. quarterback in the NFL, and he never got that chance because he they kicked him out because they were afraid what the fans were gonna. They were riot, afraid of the fans. Who's gonna riot in they were afraid of his faith. They were afraid of all of it, that's and ridiculous. it's 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 sad, dude. And that's ridiculous. I'm tired of that crap. Yep. Anyways, but we won't get into that. I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to hear about it. So the Panthers and Baker Mayfield had agreed to part ways <laughs> earlier this week, and the Rams, the Rams were the team that claimed them off. <laughs> Mayfield could potentially start tonight for the Rams uh, if if they haven't already announced it yet. I haven't been able to check that. Uh, what? Okay. Anyways, I don't know what that is, but it's it just kind of popped up in my face there. Anyways, uh, depending on if Wolford and his injury is an issue. Well, if his injury is the issue, not if he's an issue. Wolford's not an issue. Depends on how you look at issues. The Rams probably uh, can possibly be looking at Mayfield as a future back backup to Stafford starting next year or have the ability to get a compensatory pick if he leaves in the offseason. And rumors are starting to come around that that injury is spinal and could possibly be the end of Stafford as we know it, and I'm not real happy about that. Yeah, man. Uh, this is very sad for Stafford. Mm-hmm. I know you're not happy about you know Baker Mayfield being a Ram. I'm not. Really um, not. But I, we'll see what happens with this dude. I mean, he needs to be a Steeler. Uh, <laughs> dude, I don't know. It's weird what the Rams do because they always do something just a wall, something that uh. they you just. Especially right around the trade deadline. Trade like, deadline. Somebody hits free agency, and like, I mean, it's it's almost last year again. Yeah. But worse <laughs> because yeah. we suck now because of injury. But see, this is why I was really upset that we did not take care of our offensive line because now look what happened. We, I'm sorry. I I appreciate what Note Boom has done. But he's not a true left tackle in this league. And then he got hurt, and it didn't even matter because Stafford now injured. We also didn't address our um, our guard situation, which hey, I think. Bro. Hey, bro. What? How about f them picks? No, I <laughs> want them picks back. <laughs> how about how about f that corner? He <laughs> getting some picks for him, All right? Because I'm oh, sorry, Jalen. Love you. Love that you got us the Super Bowl, but kind of. Need you to go away so we can get some picks. Yeah. Because now, dude, I mean, it's so bad. And he's already talked about it. And we got him to come back. But what if Aaron leaves now and retires? Yeah. He He's not going to want to go through this. He ain't going to want to go through us being crap. He went through us being crap until we moved to Los Angeles and got McVay. He already went through crap. He doesn't want to go back through crap. He ain't going to want to do that. No, man. And to be honest, you know, you got a Super Bowl out of it. We got a Super Bowl, so it's, it might. It just it might, might be in, time to hit the like reset Laker, button. It might be Laker time, baby. Reset. Let's make this shit. I hate to say it. I, I just keep Cup. Just keep Cup. Right. Please keep Cup. Because any quarterback you're going to get, you're still going to need Cup. No matter what. Yeah. I don't care who it is. You can get reincarnate of Joe Montana. You're still gonna need Cooper Cup. <laughs> I don't care. I just, I just, if it's ah, and I feel bad because 
That is a terrible way for Stafford to have to go out. That's what bothers me. I don't want him going out like that, you know? Yeah, man. I don't wonder what is going on with this over here. I don't know. Somebody's offering promotion for our, our channel viewers bots. All that. The quality guarantee. I don't know. I'll have to look at that later. Might be interesting. Yeah, but can we finish what we're doing? Yeah. <laughs> Let's do that. Can we stop at the distraction? Yeah. All right. So, despite stating all last offseason that he was done with the NFL after not getting the Minnesota Vikings job, Teens are doing their due diligence on Michigan coach Jim Harbaugh. One team being rumored is a team Harbaugh actually played for in the NFL and does currently have an opening, the Indianapolis Colts. The Panthers are another team that could have Harbaugh on their radar. Of course, there will be more teams once the regular season ends looking for coaches and possibly even playoff teams if they felt that they should have went deeper into the playoffs. Cowboys! <clears throat> Sorry, what happened? <laughs> I give up, bro. I give up. Come on, man. I always think it may be the Raiders. I don't know. I don't think they're giving up on McDaniels that quickly. You know they're finally mean? starting to click. For now. Well, for now, but still. Hey, if they don't want uh, Derek Carr anymore, I got a quarterback in Los Angeles they can eat. <laughs> <laughs> can we just do a swap? Can I, tra- can I like, re-sign Baker can I tag Baker and trade him to Oakland or Vegas? <laughs> I'd be great. I'd right. love to have Derek Carr. I'm sure McVay would love to have Derek Carr at this point. Anything that's healthy. But anyway, so what are your thoughts on uh, Jim Harbaugh? You know, he said no to the NFL from now on, but teams possibly doing their due diligence. I mean, never say never, dude. Uh, the price, the right price, Yeah. every man has a price. Come on. Yeah. And also, it was just about, what, two years ago now, technically, that Michigan did make Harbaugh take a pay cut to stay as their coach. Yeah, and I mean, when you got a family, you got bills to pay, not only that, but your bills are probably more expensive than most because you probably have more than most. And it might be better to go back to the NFL, even if you're doing... If you, even if you have a mediocre season or a couple seasons, at least you're getting paid more. The only thing I would say, though, because I don't like the situation in Indianapolis because Jim Ursay has become crazy <laughs> as an NFL owner, I would probably say I would only leave – because, again, Michigan's also his alma mater. So that's where he went to school. That's where he, you know, that's where Harbaugh made national relevance and then became an NFL quarterback. I would – have to say I would probably only leave if the Chargers job became available and they wanted me because of Herbert. Yeah, yeah, man. And I, they got a good running back, a quarterback with a cannon, good wide receivers, and I know he could fix that old line. The low line is almost fixed, but I know he could fix it where it's solid yeah, across man. the board. They do got two good tackles, unfortunately. Slater's out with that injury, so he's done. For, he was done for the year with that injury, but he'll be back next year. But once that's done, and, and oh boy, I'm telling you, that's that's about the only job, honestly, I'd be willing to leave my alma mater for. Yeah, man. Because uh, everybody else that might be having a new job or have a job. I mean, the Chargers are pretty close to being set, dude. To be that's in a I'm playoff saying, yeah. team, to be in, you know, even. Super Super Bowl contenders, dude. And so. that's what I'm saying. They're they're, they're going to be and it, technically right now. If you look at it, 
if they're, I would actually, even if we made the playoff somehow this year, as long as we didn't end up in the Super Bowl, I kind of fire Staley now, anyways, because now the Rams are down. That means fans are going to get kind of ooh about going to games. You need to pick up them fans that are kind of just casual fans that go to the Rams games over your games. You might want to strike one that time. Interesting to see what happens because you know after. Of course, they're probably going to get chunked. The off season <laughs> hits. After the off season hits, mm-hmm. there's going to be a couple different teams that that are going to come out of left field for this. So yeah. we'll definitely see what happens. It's going to be very interesting to see what happens. And I mean, honestly, the only other job I could say for sure that he would probably go to if it became open. But again, it's going to be iffy about going because again, it's another meddling owner. But I hate to say it because I hate the fucking team so much. But there's it's hard to not be one of the few guys that's ever been the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. That's a short short list. Yeah. Granted, they've only been around since, I think, 60, 1960. So they basically didn't have a need for so many coaches. But at the same time, it's a small list. And I hate to say it, but, you know... To say that you were head coach of the Dallas Cowboys is a, not a lot that, of people can say they've done that. <laughs> so, that's one to put on your mantle, right? Yeah, unfortunately, whether I hate whether I like it or not, but that's just me. So, in a bit of surprising news, the Tennessee Titans have fired their GM John Robinson this week. I find this ironic because it came after the team they played, the Eagles, who Robinson traded star wide receiver AJ Brown to. Brown would have a huge game against the Titans with eight catches for 119 yards and two tutties. Bro, <laughs> how about that? How do you like them apples? Oi, bro, oi. Boy, it sure probably got you all giddy, though, didn't it? <laughs> You're like, that's what you get for getting rid of Marcus. That's what you get. <laughs> got rid of Marcus, I mean, that's what happens. Yeah, dude, I- not making good decisions. Something's going to happen eventually. And the fact that they got rid of A.J. Brown, not good. Dude, I mean, when that trade went down, I about I was surprised, dude. Mind. I was like, what? I'm like, you have no other wide receiver that talented on your roster. Yeah. And you just took away Tannehill's best target? Yeah. I'm like, did you just want to screw over your quarterback? Right. <laughs> that you picked to be your starting quarterback? This is crazy, man. It's just like, oh my god! I was just like, what do oh you, god. what do you think? And so, you know, <laughs> am I surprised? Not really. No, no. But I mean, like, ha ha. Yeah, that's kind of how I feel about it too. It's just <laughs> like, dude, crazy. That's crazy. Crazy. But at the same time, not really that crazy because it it had to happen, right? I mean. If you at least had somebody who could have shut Brown down, it might not have looked so bad. But he went off 119 yards on eight catches, two touchdowns, and your best offensive weapon was shut down basically the whole game. And that's that's <laughs> saying a lot, too. The fact that Derrick Henry, the king, was shut down. Yeah. That's just crazy, man. Yeah, so your craziness just got you fired. <laughs> Titans just went, you know what? We need a new general manager. <laughs> Hold on a second, though. Hey, John, 
Don't come back to Nashville. Click. Pretty much. <laughs> we're done. Yeah, we're done. That's it. Oh, I kind of like it, though. Just crazy, man. It's crazy. I can't believe it. It's fun. What, what a, a fun week of football, dude. Just, just. Yes, sir. Craziness. And the trade deadline. Was uh, crazy. I know that hits you like. Like a ton of bricks, but... Because we didn't do really anything? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you did something, all right. You just don't want to admit it. That's not really a trade, though. That's just picking him up because he's yeah, free. But still, it's, it's... It's... I wasn't expecting him to go to the Rams at all. I wasn't expecting it either because no one else even put a claim on him. So... No one. And there's des- teams desperate for a quarterback. The 49ers come to mind. Damn it. Bad. Right. Of course, then they also got good news because Garoppolo might actually be back in time for the playoffs. So if Purdy doesn't freaking nuke the team, they're going to be okay. Go fuck yourselves. <laughs> fucking well, that was fun. Go Seahawks! I can't do it. Fuck Seattle too. Go Chiefs, baby. Go Chiefs. Chiefies. And I hate to tell you, but if not, go Bengals. Sorry, right. bro. Asshole. Sorry, bro. Hey, or I'll take I'll take the Eagles too. As long as it's not the Cowboys or the Patriots or the Niners. We Gucci. Right. Not any of those three teams. Come on, Buffalo. And the, and the Steelers aren't aren't quite where you want them to be yet. Be like, okay, I'll start rooting for you guys. I mean, if you, I'll root we're, for you we're if you, getting if there. If you sneak into the back of the playoffs, I'll give you I'll root for you, but. I ain't promising you're going to do well. <laughs> right. Especially if you won't throw somebody the fucking ball. <laughs> oh, me the, the ball. So, uh, all right, guys. Uh, we will be back hopefully this week. If it's not too hectic, we'll try to get in um, sports talk because we've had the hot stove has finally started popping off in baseball. So we're going to talk about that. And it's going to be fun, man. Uh, basketball's been going. Um, I'm still scratching my head about what the Dodgers are actually doing this offseason, just unloading contracts and not really bringing anybody back um, other than Kershaw. Um, but other than that, yeah, it's been fucking fun. It will be fun <sighs> to talk about. Oh, sure. Good for you. Because <laughs> you don't technically have a baseball team right now. You're just kind of attached to the Dodgers, but you can kind of just detach yourself from the Dodgers. <laughs> and just be like, you know. How's my how's my cubbies doing? Yeah. Fuck your cubbies. <laughs> <laughs> fuck your cubbies. Fuck your wives. I'm from Chicago. I'm just kidding. We love you, Chicago. <laughs> so we love you, Chicago. I said us kidding. Yeah. On that note, we're done. Cause Big Red and I have some shit to talk about. <laughs> it's all like Donkey Kong now, apparently. Well, that'll do it for us here at Sports Talk. And as always, keep keep on on talking sports. Hey, everyone. This is Big Man. This is Cooper. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode, but be sure to check us out on our social medias. On Facebook at Cooper Big Man. Our Facebook page, Sports Talk with Cooper and Big Man. On Twitter at Cooper underscore Big Man ST. On Instagram, also at Cooper underscore Big Man ST. At TikTok at sportstalk.cooper.bigman. Or you can email us at sportstalk with Cooper in Big Man. That's sportstalk, W I T, Cooper, the letter N, Big Man, and that's at gmail.com.
Thank you for tuning in, and we love you guys for checking us out. Be sure to catch us on our next episode.